Welcome to the Conscious King Podcast with Miss LX. Let's jump into today's episode. Mistrix is a kitten jumped on that one. Did you volunteer her kitten, Ray? Are you not feeling talkative anymore? My pleasure, Ash. I'm so glad that uh, it wasn't as scary as you thought. You are much scary. John is much scary. He's an INTJ. All INTJs are scary. <laughs> Kidding. She just gets to go today. What, you don't want to go anymore? I thought you both volunteered. Ken Ray, are you hiding in your beanie? Mistrix, whenever you're ready, you can go ahead and... Oh, shit. No, you can't because I muted you last time. Okay, hold on. Mistress is like, I would like to talk if you will fucking take the gag off. Appreciate it, Miss L. All right. Mistrix, there we go. How are you, my dear? Hey, goddess. How are you? Hello. I'm so <laughs> glad that we can finally meet, my friend. Yes. You know, I just want to thank you and the community. I, you know, I'm new, uh, maybe like four or five months old. And this has been incredible. Your podcast, Aww. like all of this is so powerful. And I tell all my kinky friends about you. You're, oh. you're amazing. Oh, my goodness. I just so appreciate that and value that. And I'm glad that you feel the love. I do this for you. Trust me, there are days that if I was not doing this for you, I would not be doing it at all. So I appreciate that encouragement so much. And I'm so glad you feel the love here. We love you so much. We're so glad you're here. Uh, so you literally found BDSM and then this server. That's pretty cool. <laughs> no, actually, I, I've been in the community for over 10 years. But I've always, you know, I, I love to educate myself. And I love to do deep dives into... Yes the psychology behind BDSM. So yes. this is perfect. Oh, love it. Love it. I fight Virgo season. Yes. Hello, Lime. So then let's talk. Cause she's mistress is already getting me so excited. She's talking about getting <laughs> into the psychology of BDSM being in the lifestyle for 10 years. I am like, give me my snack. Yes. So what's up? What, what can we get into tonight, girl? You know, I was really moved by what you said a couple of weeks ago about tops and doms keeping each other accountable for mm. our behavior towards our submissives. I think that is so powerful. Mm. Um, and I really want to bring it to my community, to the tops and the doms that I love. And I, and I would love to hear your guidance because I've had a couple of episodes where I have, you know, gone to adopt and said, you know, um, your submissive, you know, like really needed a little more aftercare. Like I heard them say something like they had a really hard drop and they would have mm -hmm. appreciated a little more aftercare. Mm -hmm. And I, and I, and I say this in very similar words I just said. So I I'm very kind about it. And I'm like, I'm not like pick your shit up and like, take care of it. Like I'm right. not, <laughs> I say this compassionately. Right. And it's met and most of the time it's kind of met with defensiveness. Yeah. So do you have any thoughts or ideas? Like, should we just come together as a community and just say like, Hey, if we come to each other, we're 
we're doing it from our hearts. We're not trying to be like, you're an, you're an asshole. Like, right. how, do we, how do we do this? Wow, this is a great question. And I think you're really pinpointing just as a culture, we have just this overwhelming lack of honor, really. And we're so, we're so quick to, to go to the offense. And yeah, people get defensive very quickly, Ash. Yeah, I agree. So I think this is, this is a pervasive, I think, connection issue that really goes beyond BDSM. But I definitely see where in this, in this regard, where it may be met with some defensiveness is, in my experience, and I'm sure you being in the lifestyle for 10 years as well, you've seen this too, that there is a certain level of like innate possessiveness over mm, over yeah. submissives, right? And mm-hmm. and that's yeah. why, you know, we we have the collaring ceremony and we have, you know, we mm-hmm. like to mark submissives and collar them and all of that because it's ownership. We're as a dominant, it's a way of saying, This is my territory. This submissive belongs in my territory. So there's this this kind of protective, possessive kind of um, purview that I think a lot of dominance, and I, I think accurately so, is is good that you feel that way about your submissive. But I think that is probably mm-hmm. what you're running into, where even if they're open to the feedback, it's like, whoa, 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 this is my territory. Why are you coming into my territory? telling me about my submissive right right I almost look at it like uh like a marriage and then you have a third party coming in telling that couple about the marriage Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. where like like wait wait, this is our marriage back off you're not in our marriage so I think the question then becomes how do we keep each other accountable as tops and dominants without consciously or inadvertently encroaching on another's territory. Right. And then, and then, you know, if there's drama, like keeping out of the drama, Mm -hmm. like when there's submissive drama, like I had submissive complaining to me, Oh, she doesn't peg me enough. And I've done all this service and I bought her all these shoes. And I'm like, I'm, you know, you take that up with her. Yes. I'm not getting in the middle of that. Yes. So, you know, but it's like when people are feeling psychologically unsafe or like you were just talking about feeling, you know, abandonment or feeling like they're not getting what they need aftercare wise. Like, how do we protect ourselves? How do we how do we have this like open dialogue and discourse? Well, here's the thing. As beautiful And y'all can check me if you think I'm full of it, but I'm looking at it through, through the lens of as beautiful as that sentiment is, how do we protect our subs as a community? How do we protect our subs? You're taking the personal responsibility away from the submissives to protect themselves. Mm. And yes, We can be guardians, but it is absolutely every individual autonomous person. It is everyone's sole responsibility 
to be mindful and make wise choices that keep themselves safe. And if they don't, that's on them. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I think if a submissive comes to you crying, saying, I didn't get what I needed from aftercare and I'm crashing, that's still one-sided. What if that, mm, what I, if that submissive got perfectly thorough aftercare? But they're mm. so codependent and needy and triggered that they're now pulling some AP triangulation game with you because, <laughs> because they can't confront their dominant. Mm-hmm, right. So then you get pulled in as a manipulative mm-hmm. pawn in their game. Yeah, no, that's absolutely true, right? So I don't... I love your heart and it's beautiful, but I think the answer to this is balance. I think the submissive submissives, it is your responsibility to vet well, to know your limits, to know your boundaries, to negotiate thoroughly. It is your consent cannot be given by a third party. So it is the submissive's responsibility. If the submissive is capable of giving consent, then the submissive is responsible for their own safety. You cannot, mm-hmm. you, you can't take one without the other. There are two sides of the same coin. And if a submissive is capable of giving consent, then that same submissive is capable of taking the personal responsibility of vetting, negotiating, and keeping themselves safe. So I think the issue is about dominance to dominance creating connection. Not about their submissives, but about dominant to dominant. About, mm-hmm. about friendships with the dominants, because that's when accountability can take place. That's when true, healthy accountability can really take place is when we feel safe and we feel like we have a friend on our side. But when you go to another dominant, telling them what they're, what they're doing or not doing with their submissive, we, we're we're approaching it like the third party coming against them not hey bro we're friends and let's just let's just get to know each other as friends and support each other as friends Mm -hmm. and so i think the the how do we do this how do we keep submissive safe as guardian protectors as dominance but we don't get codependent about it and strip submissive's personal responsibility away how do we do all of this i think the answer is Dominance and tops create friendships. And if a submissive comes into the picture trying to tell you about what their dominant is or is not doing, you pivot that submissive right back to their dominant. Mm. Mm -hmm. And you say, I'm sorry that you feel that way. You need to talk to your dominant. And then maybe go to the dominant and just go, Hey, how are you two doing? What's going on? And just open the lines of communication. And if the dominant lets you in and says, well, actually, you know, just in between you and I, I could really use some advice here. I don't feel like I'm actually giving my submissive the kind of aftercare they need. I'm not really sure what to do. Then they're Mm. creating an open door for you to speak into. 
Right. Well, if the dominant or top is willing to be vulnerable, right? Because there is yes. so much ego. Yes. <laughs> so and much ego when it comes to that. Absolutely. And so that might and likely will be the rare response. In most cases, if you go up and they're like, hey, is everything good? And you're just trying to connect and get to know somebody. Yeah, everything's fine. And they shut you down. Then you have yes. to take it. You have to take it at face value. You have to take them at their word. Yeah. Because any further work or preoccupation is then codependency because I view codependency as working harder on somebody's issue than they themselves are willing to work. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, wow. Right. That was good. Right. That was good. Right. Yep. I feel that. Okay. So, so that's what I'm saying. If we can be guardian protectors, but if the submissive is not doing their own work to keep themselves safe and vet, then if that submissive is not doing their own work, then we will be codependent by trying to help the submissive be safe when the submissive isn't doing the work to keep themselves safe. If the dominant in that dynamic is not willing to be vulnerable and communicate and put in the work to grow themselves and their submissive is reaping the negative consequences of it, then you stepping into that dynamic and trying to fix it is you being codependent. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Right. And, and so the thing is like, this comes from a really beautiful place. Like your heart is so beautiful and you have so much compassion. And that is the nasty part of why codependency becomes a weapon because codependency cannot be weaponized against someone with no compassion Mm -hmm. and codependency cannot be weaponized against someone with no empathy. And so I think that for those of us who are highly intuitive and, and empathic and compassionate, like you are mistrix, our goal to creating a culture of honor includes not being codependent in that culture of honor Mm -hmm. and going, nope, I see it, but I haven't been welcomed to speak into this. We're not friends. We don't have that rapport. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to step in codependently here and work harder on their dynamic than they're working. Right. Right. So yeah, it's a good boundary to lay down too. That's great. Yeah. And I mean, won't that take so much work and pressure off of you too? Immensely, right? Like <laughs> I'm <laughs> I'm not feeling like I'm the referee yes. at all. Yes. Yes, exactly. And and subsequently what you're also doing by setting that boundary and not being not entering into these um conversations or things in a codependent way is you are empowering both the submissive and the dominant and that dynamic to step up their game and actually communicate and problem solve. Mm-hmm. Whereas if the submissive can just whine and cry to another dominant and then that dominant swoops in as their knight in shining armor, then that submissive never mm-hmm. learns the skill of self-soothing. They never learn the skill of honest and open, transparent communication, and they never learn how to do it afraid and problem solve with their own dominant. Yeah. And I think that's, 
you, you know, very well spoken and makes so much sense. I mean, this is all about communication and healthy communication and it's so key. And yeah, how else are people going to learn other than doing it? Yeah. <laughs> and actually freaking doing it. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So did I understand your question clearly and fully? Did I, was I able to speak to it in, in a way that made sense or was I just running my mouth the whole time? Eloquent and articulate per usual goddess. Okay. I am so grateful. Okay. All right. So is that going to help you out going forward, like not get pulled in to these things? Cause bro, that can be as, as someone who's highly empathic and intuitive, it can feel almost impossible to like walk in a room of people and like not absorb. Right. Oh my God. You know, in the drama, sometimes mm -hmm. you're just like, how do I wade through this pool and avoid <laughs> all this turd? Like it's, <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's really challenging. But I, I think what you said was really important is just to, if people are open, you know, uh, especially a dominant is open to talk about it, talk about it. But Otherwise, try to, you know, like, I don't know, let them talk it out and try to be an example, right? Like mm -hmm. as, a, as a dominant myself, try to be the example, communicate, continue to communicate with my submissive friends, yeah. my dominant friends, and just try to be, continue to set the example. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. That really is it because you can't create that culture alone. And so the more people that you have on board in your, in your local circle, in your local community going, we're going we're, we're gonna to get to know one another as dominant so that if anything happens, we can call one another up, we can support one another, but we're going to honor one another too. And we're going to honor everyone's autonomy and, and your own dynamic. And I think that's absolutely the way to go about it. And I think you are the, the most perfect example that I could, I could think of, I mean, you've been in the lifestyle long enough. You're clearly very compassionate, very intuitive, very wise, very empathic, very aware, very self-aware. So I thank you for being an ally and a force for good in this community. Can we give it up for Mistrix, Elizabeth, everyone? Because we need more dominance like her in this community more beautiful empathic guardian protectors just like you so we love you mistrix elizabeth and i'm so thankful that you're part of this community as the lifestyle and especially part of our community we love you and we appreciate the work well, that you're doing thanks miss l and i'm looking forward to the day when you start doing presentations at uh DomCon, KinkyCon, <laughs> uh, some events around the country because right. I'll be front row with an air horn. It'll be great. <laughs> All right, girl. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. I love a good hype squad. I love a good hype squad, so I'm here for it. Well, is there anything else that I can uh, help you with or speak into tonight before I let you go? That's it. Thank you so much. All right. All right. Well, everyone give it up again for Mistrix Elizabeth amazing amazing question that was such a good question right so juicy that was like really panned out i love good wise panned out questions which is like all of your questions all of the time really i mean truly i love i love anyone else who like loves to like teach 
has like a teaching gift or like loves to teach. It, is there just something great about a good question that just kind of makes you purr a little bit? Just me. Mr. Dago, I see you. Speaking of, how's the teaching thing going? You have to fill us in. Have to keep us updated. All right. So uh, we've been here for a minute. I think, Mr. B, when you're going through the recording, you can go ahead and cut it because I'm going to do a little outro and then I'll pan back to you guys real fast. All right. So thank you again for tuning in to the Conscious King podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and uh, we'll see you next time. <laughs>